0: Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Thursdays at 10 p.m. on
1: CFFF, Trent Radio 92.7. Fridays at 9 p.m. on UrbanHyperadio.com. Download the podcast at DoingTheMusic.com.
2: Yo, what's popping with the population? It's your boy, Hassani Young, and you're listening to Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Hey, yes. Hey, y'all. It's Licia T, and you're listening to Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Let's get it.
3: Hey, yo, it's a kid, Trinity Daniels. You're now tuned in to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. What up? This is your bro, Daniel, and you know how it goes. If you want the real hip hop? Keep it locked. The Hip Hop Tick Tactics. This is where hip hop lives, baby. Yo, this is your boy, Cass. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. What's going on? It's your boy, Bishop here, and Right
4: now, you're tuning in to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. Stay locked in, you know what I'm saying? Take that mirror down.
5: Let's go. Yo, this is TJ Habibi from Secret Suburbia Studios, and you're listening to Hip-Hop Tic Tactics, best set of heads you can ever run with. Peace.
1: Your Peterborough Pete.
0: have just won 3-2 in overtime against the Hamilton Bulldogs. It's a pretty uh, solid goal by Denoble. I believe uh, it was a little give-and-go by him and Aang that uh, set that whole situation up. Yeah, Noble with two goals tonight and uh, Aang with one, I believe. It was actually quite un- unbelievable to see Noble come back in such a way. I believe it was sometime in the third period, he got caught going across the blue line with his head down. Oh, and... he took a hit, didn't he? Oh, my. He was seeing probably about 455 stars at that point. Oh, my goodness. And, and to see him come back in such a way... At that type of contribution was was crazy cool. Good yeah, you know. Congrats to Noble. Way to go, Logan! First game back. Yeah, it was uh, quite a few players actually that were coming back from injury last weekend as well as this week.
1: Yeah, Fraser was back for his first game after his uh, suspension. Uh, he
0: played well tonight as well. Yeah, he he did play well at Timlake. Uh, Timlake, yeah, he was back in the game. Awesome, yeah. They, they, it was a it was a really exciting game to watch. It was heavy hitting. High-scoring, high-paced, back-and-forth action. Yeah, especially when it goes to overtime, right? Indeed, yeah, it was. It was a little lopsided in the shots. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Hamilton had the edge by ten or so. Yeah, and it's you know it
1: just goes back to uh, show how lucky we are to have Dylan Wells in that goal. Agreed. I think he ended
0: up walking away with this. One of the stars of the game. Anyways, yeah, I think you got second star of the game. He played pretty well. Um, I think he faced by the end something like th- almost forty shots after the end of the overtime there. So, uh, yeah, solid effort. Yeah, unfortunately, we missed uh, we missed
1: overtime. We were on our way over here to the station, but uh, we got to hear it. So that was uh, that was quite
0: exciting. Yeah, I think it was eight seconds after you turned the radio on that we managed to find the station, and it was they were still announcing the goal. Yeah, they scored while we were walking to the
1: car. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't it the way. So, uh, yeah, it's been a very exciting week uh, the last, uh, since the last time we were on the radio here. It has been, yeah. We had our first airing on uh, Urban Hype Radio last Friday.
0: Yeah, yes. Go, Jay.
1: Go, Josh. And uh, we also had an interview Friday. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: We, had, uh, we had an interview Friday night with TJ Habibi, legendary producer and engineer. It was awesome It was quite the experience huh? Really chill dude Yeah Really awesome So welcoming Super positive guy And so
0: inspiring too Like So humble Like you know what I'm saying As far as the The vibe you get from him You wouldn't suspect Maybe some of the work That he has actually contributed to Hmm. Um, but yeah Awesome experience.
1: So we went in there expecting, you know, maybe 20 minutes to a half hour of interview. We got uh, over two hours. We did, yeah. It was I'm. It
0: was just the, the conversation was flowing.
1: It didn't stop. Um, so we're going to play that in two parts. So we're going to play the first part of the interview later tonight and uh, the second part next week.
0: I'm sure everybody will enjoy uh, some of the stories, backstories, and, and kind of history behind. Oh, totally! Some of the work that he's done.
1: And if you're if you're on the production side of things, if you're a, a producer or you make beats or anything like that, there are some really good tips in these interviews. Um, you know, my apologies to some of our listeners that are a little less technical, but uh, you're welcome for our listeners that are very technical. So, uh, stay tuned for that. It's, it's going to be really exciting. Um, also, last night I had the chance to see uh, Mr. Sean Carter at uh, the Air Canada Centre. Uh, I think it was my eighth time going to see Jay-Z. Oh, wow. My sister and I try not to miss an opportunity to, to go see him when he comes to town. Uh, that guy can control a crowd.
0: He's, he's ridiculously talented. Um, mm. it, I, I couldn't agree with you more as far as his control over the crowd, the vibe, the, the, what he's putting out there and how it captures everyone yeah
1: definitely and he, he's got a second show tonight oh well wow. so you know to do two shows back to back at the air canada center it's it's good it was um pretty basic as far as the the technical production goes i've i've seen some some pretty uh fancy things happening at the air canada center and by by the standards there it was pretty uh pretty no-frills, I would say. And
0: you want that, I would think. As far as a a big-name or a big-ticket artist, the more money invested in the distractions from your show Mm -hmm. say a lot about your show.
1: Yeah, and just to compare it even to his previous shows, like I saw him a couple years ago with Kanye West, Mm -hmm. and it was probably the best light show I've ever seen in my life.
0: Oh, cool. Um, Totally different vibe, though, right? Completely different. Yep. Completely different. That's showmanship. The ability to not put on the same show, even if it's a different set list, have you? But you know, the same production end.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, it was it was a good a good concert. He played all the songs that you would expect him to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did "Where I'm From," which is one of my favorite tracks off his second album. Super cool. Um, he finished the night with uh, a tribute to Chester from Linkin Park. Oh, that's uh, really cool. Close the show down with Encore. Uh, my sister actually posted a video of that. If you go to uh, Kiss92.5's website, uh, she's got it posted on behalf of their station there.
0: Right now, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. Um,
1: yeah, uh, it was a really, really great performance. Uh, got me kind of in the zone for Saturday. Cool, cool. Uh, Saturday, it's going down at Gravity Lounge in Oshawa. Yes, it is. Ah! Good, good press, Josh. Good,
0: good press, yeah. Um, November 25th at the Gravity Lounge, 45 Prince Street in Oshawa. You got it, man. 15 bucks at the door. 10 bucks if you drop a DM in one of either Phoenix or uh, Doing the Music's inbox.
1: Yeah, so uh, just uh, just send a quick email to info at doingthemusic.com if you want a $10 ticket. Uh, I'll hook you up there. Um Phoenix is performing. Zick is performing. Casey Gilligan is performing. King Q is performing.
0: Bergs will be there. Bergs will be there. Oh, oh buddy.
1: Uh, I haven't got anyone else's playlist yet. So, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm DJing for the whole night. So for four and a half hours, if uh, if you want to see me in my element, that's where you go.
0: And I'm telling you right now that that's worth the $10 or $15 on its own, Jay. I I would think so. Um, to see a live DJ anywhere else for that long is going to cost you probably twice that much, and and of you know of course the DJ of your caliber, Jay, like wow. And not to mention the the live
1: acts that will be performing as well. There's eight acts all together.
0: Agreed. Yeah, it's going to be a really awesome night full of different creative talent. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So uh, shout to Will from Soundstream for putting that on. Shout
0: to Will. Thanks, Will.
1: Uh, we're about to get into our tracks of the week. Um, I had one that I, I wanted to play. Not only because I like it a lot, mm-hmm. but because I want to show, um, because we've got uh, a producer on this week's show, I wanted to show how a, a producer can change how an artist is portrayed. Okay. Portrayed, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, and how working with a different producer can change an artist's sound completely. Awesome. Um, yeah.
0: They all have different tools that
1: they use, right? It's no different than a carpenter. So my song this week is uh, is ASAP Ferg, Our Streets, and normally I wouldn't be into a lot of ASAP Ferg's music, and it's, it's no shots at ASAP Ferg; it's just not not my cup of tea per se. Um, but this particular track is produced by DJ Premier, and when I heard it, it grabbed me right away. So uh, let's get into this. I'm gonna convert some people who are non ASAP fans into ASAP fans with this track, I am sure. <clears throat>
3: On a new level with the C notes. I'm from where? Kids hustle on a block and roll, C-Lo. And niggas stay strapped like G-Bos. t nice with me week to week, though. Life was different when they got him for that Rico. For a couple kilos. Cause I had him underground. He was living life illegal. Now we getting right in our pockets, looking Chicho. Sipping cappuccino on the jet to cans. Couple models getting lit, they the best in France. Got Leonardo, though. Catch me if you can. We had to kill Beijing and next year. Man, this be hot. I could catch a tan. My demographic in LA all Mexican. I love my supporters. They keep the check in hand. So every time I get a chance, I'ma bless the fam. What up? what up? Check it, check it, check it. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Yo, yeah, what up, Nef? See, this is Harlem, these streets. Turn the music back up. <laughs> hey, yeah. Check it, check it, check it. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Yo, yeah, what up, Nef? See, this is Harlem, these streets. mama that new house diamonds and mean pearls don't went to africa talk to the half nots. donated some uniforms teach them how to have guap primo put the soul in it i make the track hot and this thing forever got the game in the padlock i just want something real i'm tired of the ass shots don't want to go to the club i'm tired of them trap spots my generation stuck on stupid Showing guns on the gram, but no one use it Sometimes I feel like I'm about to lose it Because the fake win when y'all know what the truth is It's me, the F-E, R to the fucking G My balls is gang star, nobody can fuck with me Rest in peace, guru, nobody can fuck with he You rappers is cool cool but wake up out your fucking dreams Check it, check it, check it, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Yo, what up, Nesbeth? Citizens home of Misa Street. Turn turn, turn the music back up. Check it, check it, check it. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Yo, what up, Nef? Citizens home of Misa Street. Turn the music back
1: up. Ah! Ah! ASAP ( Developed) Ferg and DJ Premier. Wow. Our streets. A little bit of a departure from the regular ASAP stuff.
0: Agreed, yeah, the the, uh, tr- the whole trap, quote-unquote trap beat, is uh, erased from that track. Mm-hmm. Primo on the track, of course.
1: Solid. Uh, this next track is by another one of my favorite producers. Uh, it's Med Blue, and uh, it's Mad Lib on the production. It came out last week as well.
4: You know, that this whole world would be so wonderful. Uh, yeah. And even though they say the sun gon' shine no more, we live in ball time till I reach the sky. Feel the teardrop falling out of heaven's eye. Even though it's dead, I never felt so alive. Yeah. So I rhyme like in the fall light. No alcohol, but still in a bar fight. My persona like bulls out in Barcelona. I take charge like a sailman and rolling over. Born leader, never do what I'm supposed to. With more shit to the street than a full closure. I speak heat to the beat, they repeat over. You sound better when the DJ's talking over. Even though you win, the cycle spin. He kissed yesterday and told him till we meet again. Never looking back, nah. even though ain't promised for the dollars. As long as the crowd holler, follow me. Uh, yeah. appreciate a win you gotta go through losses you know gotta keep your head up though even though they say the sun gon' shine no more, we live for all time, till I reach the sky, feel the kid yeah. drop, falling out of heaven's eye, even though it's dead, uh, I never felt so alive. Yeah, red walls, head strong, chest
0: star. got flesh, friend of yours, goddess, uh, obsessed, treated like an object, sex, timeless, gotta stretch for a catch, like, I get stressed, when I think about the rest, she undressed quick, left me a hick on the neck, jets, New York or flights for the next two weeks, two sheets of the messed up, my. Six. Orchestrated music set You amuse me You sweet less True beast, Through beauty on a bed
4: head fresh Yeah, better than the rest And best and blessed uh. And yes, if the question is a subtle hint Of how heaven sits I say bliss Eight kisses take infinite intentions to the fest And dimensions where we met back And even uh, though they say uh, the sun gon' shine no more We live with ball time Till yeah. I reach the sky uh, a tear
0: teardrop Falling out of heaven's
1: eye It's Med, Blue, and Mad Libs even though
0: good pick Jay that was wicked
1: thank you sir our, uh, our next pick of the week comes from Maestro Fresh West and it's produced
0: by uh, our friend TJ Habibi shout out to TJ on this track uh, this was one that we had talked about a little bit during the interview that really I, I, I don't know if it grabbed you the same way it grabbed me but it was immediate the impact the song had on my my vibe
1: yeah, the piano on this song is ridiculous. And, uh, off the hook. we do talk about this track quite a bit in our interview, so we thought it was very fitting to, to play it before. So here's Maestro Fresh West, The Distance featuring Socrates, off of his new album, Coach Fresh, which came out last Friday. Check it out on Spotify, everywhere else. Here
3: I am, standing on two feet, yeah. and where I'm going. To go the distance, I found the recipe. In a little too far away from
4: The greatest challenge of my life is right in front of me. Nervous as hell, I'm shaking. About to see who want to run with me. Standing on the starting blocks, hyperventilating. Coach told me, take a deep breath. And I'll ignite the nation. Born to make a difference. About to go the distance. Coliseum got the cameras on. All you runners on your mark is that you're about to meet the true phenomenon. Here I am.
3: But a change gon' come, I just stayed a look. They told me compare 100 meters, but I'm 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 features. Show me the finish line, I'm like nice to meet you. The crowd in slow mo, yeah, I'm pitching that E for 8.7 seconds, feeling like an eon. Camera flashing, i freeze like Freon. For just a moment in time, see my name in neon. Glow, the trail we blazing, I'm daring to go. Whoever behind me see the fire burn comfy, I do it for my country.
4: For me to reach it, none of y'all can take away I'm murdering any mile, I kill a meter with my stamina Assassin on the track, son, you dealing with a soldier Victory lap, my country flag around my shoulder Gold medal hold Look who's standing on the podium There was a lot of doubt, I checked the name, they call it
3: Here I am, standing on two feet yeah. And where I'm going, well that's up to me yeah. To go this time.
1: Maestro Fresh West, The Distance, featuring Socrates.
0: Solid gold right there, Jay.
1: Produced by TJ Habibi.
0: Far as I'm concerned,
1: Top Track. And by track Socrates.
0: True enough. Far as I'm concerned, Top Track on the album. For me, it went the distance.
1: <laughs>
0: Hold on. Oh, it's
1: muted, oh. sir. <laughs> no air air horns horn's for you all right i'm no no air horns for you sorry i'm good it is what it is thanks for coming out
0: (laughs) there you go okay now i feel better yeah yeah i can sleep tonight thanks jay
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh coming up right now we're gonna play our interview with uh tj habibi as i mentioned before uh sorry for any of our casual non-technical listeners who uh there's some of the conversation might go over your head you're welcome to the people who uh who are really interested in this. We got some real gems out of here.
0: And you know what, Jay is even someone like you said, who, who might not know really at all, what some of this technical quote unquote air quotes, mumbo jumbo would be. It, it forces you to want to learn. If you don't know what it is, oh. you hear where you're, you're going to want to know. I well, You're going to want to know.
1: There were just questions that I needed the answers to.
0: Very true. And it was actually quite surprising how much, uh, maybe not necessarily in common, but how how in common the conversation was between a guy such as TJ and yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it it was yeah on the music end as well as the gear end. It was it was yeah awesome convos. And uh, yeah, we did this we did this interview at uh, Secret
1: Suburbia Studios in Toronto. We did yeah. Um, from the moment we arrived, uh, TJ was more than hospitable uh we started our conversation immediately so we actually got the mics kind of set up while we were talking and just kind of c- continued naturally so it, it may seem like an odd start to an interview but it's because we we were in conversation already and it just flowed so naturally and we we carried it for another two hours so
0: here's uh here's gonna be part one yeah i'm pretty sure there was Oh my! In the in the ten or fifteen minutes during the introduction of of us to TJ, um, we, there was a, almost three or four times where we were telling each other to stop, stop talking. Don't don't. We need it for the radio. That's right. Don't don't waste it because we were expecting, like you said, such a kind of very quick and to the point interview. And the amount of depth that we were able to get into with him was awesome, super cool. Enjoy it, everybody. Siktastic in the Bergs. Holla.
1: Mm. We're here with TJ Habibi at Secret Suburbia Studios. Don't forget
0: Yoshi. Yoshi's in Yoshi? the house. Yoshi.
1: Yoshi's like. in the house. <laughs> so I was gonna shave, guys. you know,
5: but then I, I figured, you know, there's a couple of couple lumberjacks involved, so I figured, you know, <laughs> I'd play the role. And I don't know, I and I think that people are rocking the beards more nowadays, so I figured, you
0: know. Well in in, in the beard world we call it mansellation I like that. Or or uh uh you know, face fur.
5: Face, face fur. Face fur. And you know what I want to get, man? Uh, there's a new thing called uh, uh, Beard King. Have you heard of this thing? Beard King. Okay, it's the thing that you plunge onto your your uh, your mirror in your washroom. It's a plungers, and then it's like this sort of like a... Uh, oh, yeah, like a drape. Like a drape. And then you, you, you shave your beard without spilling
0: your, your hair on the ground or anything like that. And your wife doesn't get mad at you and shit, so... Well, see, my problem is that the ones that I leave on the counter are like... Eight or nine inches long. It's all love, though, man. It's true. It's eight inches <laughs> of love. No, no pa- pause. <laughs> <laughs> pause. Oh, we play the pause game on hip optic tactics. You play the pause game on hip tactics. So thanks Good. for taking part, TJ. Absolutely. Glad to <laughs> be on board.
1: Perfect. So, in addition to being a bearded wonder, he's also a musician, mm-hmm. a singer, composer, arranger, producer, and engineer. Yes, sir. Here,
0: haul for TJ. Renaissance Hola. man. Renaissance man. That's it. And, jack of all uh,
1: trades, master of none. Yet, I I wouldn't say that necessarily. <laughs> master of mastering, perhaps.
5: Okay, I'll accept that.
1: All I'll right. And and the ironic thing is, I didn't actually
5: master the new the new album, the okay. Meister album that you guys were mentioning to me earlier. Uh, a guy named Phil Dimitri did from a studio called uh, Lacquer Channel. Yes. But I mixed it. And it's something, that's something that I've been lately taking a lot of pride in, is mixing songs. And just, you know, I'm the effects man. I'm the, you know, the compression and the echoes and the reverb man lately. I'm trying to be creative, you know, without being the guy in the, in the band, you know, right now.
1: Okay. Um, I was going to wait until later in the interview, but we might as well jump right in now. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, what's in your recording chain? Oh, yeah, my recording chain. Uh, vocals or? Vocals. Okay.
5: Well, um, I start with. Um, okay. Well, good mic. First of all, what I use uh, is a, my go-to is an AKG C3000B microphone. Um, nice condenser mic. Works with males and females. Ninety-nine um, percent of the time, so I stick with that. And then I plug that into a a uh, preamp uh, called the 11s uh, 1073 it's actually a clone as you can see that Vintech Audio right there oh yes clone of the Neve yeah Vintech Audio is a company that they do uh, they do a lot of great clones of of Neve and to be honest it's like you can't tell the difference between the two so I figured for like a fraction
1: of the price oh exactly and then I
5: use that and I
1: plug that into i got the golden age
5: yeah oh yeah that, the Golden Age is great. That's a good one. And uh, what was the company for that? Uh, Golden Age is the company, right? Golden Age, yeah. And then it's just called it the 73 or something like that. Yeah,
1: Golden Age uh, 1073 right. Deluxe or something.
5: That's brilliant. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and that's a fraction of the price of the yeah. FinTech, pretty much. So I, I plug that into my computer. I use Cubase. I uh, I start with a little bit of um, light compression. Um, and then from there on, I a little bit of EQ. So you want my specific chain? I use uh, I use the Renaissance Vox first. Mm-hmm. I, and that, and I, the way I describe that is, is it's sort of like, you know when you fix a car and you kind of you jack it up and you put it right up to eye level? Yeah. So that's like a, that R-Vox is like a jack up kind of thing to eye level. It kind of brings that vocal and it strangles it and it puts it up to your face. Right. So then it kind of, from there on, you can start to tweak it and use your screws and your whatever it is you use. So that's the first thing I put on there, and then I use something for color, which is an 1176 um, blue, and it's by Waves, um, yeah. And it's th- it's the CLA version. And then from there on, I just kind of that's just to color it up a bit. Yep. Uh, use a little bit of L1. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, use the CLA vocal. Um, nice. Yeah, with a little bit of just tweak it on that, and I start with the Judy 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 preset. <laughs> That's what I pretty much do <laughs> I know that's the one called. You know, yeah. I know I know the one well that, that gets really washy So I just undo All the reverb there And yep. I just kind of Make it my own And then From there I use, I just... I use help less hey, Yeah help is good too It depends on what no, song No help less help, help less Yeah And there's also one That's just help right Yeah and then uh, yeah they're they're both good in their own way right yeah. and then it, it just really calls for the, the vibe of the song and if it's like for a sure. washy song or an up front in your face song it really depends yeah and that's basically it man and I just kind of ride the fader as needed and I throw echoes um, the echoes I use are the H delay by waves mm-hmm. yeah pretty much just vibe out to the song and whatever whatever's needed I just I, I roll with the punches so that's right what on. I do yeah cheers man Sapporo beer. Sapporo beer.
0: Speaking of which, uh, who, who, who do we have to thank for these beers tonight? Who's, who's the beer delivery guy slash awesome dude? I didn't do it.
5: Uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, Paul shout Joyce. Shout out to Paul
0: Joyce. Shout out to Paul Joyce. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity to shout out Danny O as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Dan did an interview with us a few few weeks back. Yeah. And uh, he called him Prince Paul. Paul's a prince. Yeah. It's, so we're going to call him Prince Paul. That's yeah, that's no what I've that been coining him. You've
1: earned that name. Not to be uh, confused with the producer Prince Paul.
2: No. No, that's correct. Um, and you know what? Let's give a shout out to Dan. He's performing right now in Ottawa. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: Danio and Eternia in Audio- Ottawa today. Ottawa. Yeah,
0: kinky, kinky, kinky Lounge or something it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Kinky Lounge or Kinky Lounge? K- I
1: think it's Kiki.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll submit as, either as my answer kicky or kinky whichever one works so before we get any further i
1: uh i just need to know if the spirits are okay with us having this interview in this studio okay you want to go
5: there now the spirits are okay
0: they've been we we do try to do a little bit of homework
5: yeah no uh, yeah they're fine lately they've been everything's been pretty subsided and to be honest with you it's at zero for the past at least one year now nothing's been happening that's been strange The last thing that's ever happened, um, and I think I mentioned to Paul one time that my fireplace turned on um, as one of my my clients was walking out of my studio. And I thought it was her that turned it on, but it wasn't. And uh, yeah, I came back and my fucking fireplace was turned on. And that was about a year, year and a half ago kind of thing. So after that, I was just like, okay, all the the shit that really happened was mainly my old house where my parents uh, lived in the basement, mostly. and they say that that when you move, the whatever it is that's kind of haunting you or seeing you is, they
0: tend to follow you. It attaches itself to, yeah, to your energy. Yeah, but
5: in this case, it was strange. It didn't really do that very much. Um, I don't know if it was because I'm, I've started to expose them or whatever it is. Maybe that's what it is. They're like, okay, you want to start talking about us, and fuck you. You know what I mean? Like then we won't, we won't be in the picture anymore. And uh, and that's probably what could have happened. I just you can only speculate at this point. What man? No spirits, man. No vibe. No weirdness going on in the house. Um, Maybe it's all the good vibes that you're spreading, TJ. Maybe that's
0: kind of pushed pa- away. That
5: you know. But you know what, man? I kind of loved having them around, to be honest, because I was able to to be more creative. Um, and I did attribute a lot of my songs and my songwriting to whatever it is happening, sort of channeling through me. And um, a lot of people call that God. A lot of people call that just whatever, whatever. God they want to worship or I don't know man I just I, I hear things and then I put them down right away um, you know and I, I would I wouldn't uh, dismiss the, the fact that it was probably it could be my subconscious a lot of the time uh, when, it t- when we're talking about writing mm-hmm. so um, and a lot of the times I, I write the, the songs that are more successful for me are the ones that I write quickly and the ones I write quickly uh, tend to be strictly from the subconscious you know, if you think too hard, then your ego gets involved, and you start to, to overthink, and then you know, a lot of people get the writer's block, and and then it just starts to snowball effect of hell. But for me, the shit that really has been successful for me were the ones that just fall out of my ass, and then they just, you know what I mean, for lack of a better term, you know, they just they just fly. You just breathe these songs, man, and then they come out, and. Um, there's a song I did called "Wrong Way." There's a song I did called "The Ghost of Santa Fe." Those ones like took literally like less than 24 hours. I would just fucking write, and I don't care if they made sense. And you know, and I actually, and I would compare that to even, um, you guys heard of remote viewing? Yep. Like, uh, just somebody has a okay, just just a just a, just a brief people that don't haven't heard of it. Okay. You know, uh, you have somebody has a, a picture in that only vacancy and they're in the room with somebody else and that somebody else is trying to guess what picture they're looking at so they have to write something down very quickly and the quicker they do it the more successful they are because they're tapping into their subconscious right so that's how I sort of that is the more scientific explanation as to what's been happening with me with with my songs
1: that I'm more proud of I guess yeah yeah man and uh it also made you a TV star. There's an episode out there on uh Ghostly Encounters. <laughs> Don't make me laugh when I'm drinking, bro. Come on now.
0: Perfect timing. Yeah,
1: yeah wow. Well.
5: Yeah, Ghostly Encounters. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty cool man. They uh they reenacted that pretty cool. Yeah they made the guy a lot more handsome than me, so I was I was appreciative of that. It was creepy. Yeah, it was like and the music they put on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna i I'm gonna say something here and, and they, they might Maybe they're probably going to be waving their fist at me for this, but a lot uh, of they the don't re- listen to this. A, a lot of the reenactments, is that right? <laughs> a lot of the reenactments um, that they did was uh, that were were very very uh, over exaggerated. Right. You know, uh, for example, uh, there was a scene where I my my robot came you know started working. Yes. Without me, that happened. But then I, when I went up to it and I opened the battery up and the battery was from the '80s and it was all like it was all like um, corroded, uh, corroded, and yeah, like rusty and all that. And uh, so, but the the show Ghostly Encounters they depicted it where there was no batteries. Right. The guy opens it up and there's no. But come on, like there was a battery in there. Like and
0: it was it shouldn't have been working, but it might. Have been. Yeah,
5: and on top of that, there was another scene where I left my mics on overnight and just to see you know what would happen, and then. Mm-hmm. Um. What, what 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 they did was they sort of used their own conversations and they used that as the sample. Right. And I fucking gave them the actual authentic audio file. Right. They didn't use the authentic audio file. Oh no! They just kind of made it more scary, and they put their own oh, kind of stuff in there, and oh, my. so whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that is- yeah, they, <laughs> they put in their their magical <laughs> oh, touch. So my. Is- it's all good. I mean, I'm not mad at them. Welcome to Hollywood, right? Yeah, it wasn't even. It was a Toronto thing too. It wasn't even Hollywood. But you're right. Yeah. Welcome to CGI yeah. and all that stuff, man. You know, I guess it wouldn't have been as exciting if they hadn't done that. So. So, whatever, all the power to them and me, I guess.
0: Fair
2: enough, yeah. You... For not
5: officially lying, but being
0: part of the lie.
2: I don't want to. Well, do- I don't I mean, necessarily. didn't
0: contribute, right? I didn't contribute, no. I'm going to just take this, maybe this opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, throw, throw a little bit of shout out and love and respect back to this man sitting across from us here. Uh, for any of you that haven't checked out the uh, new album from Maestro Fresh West, Coach Fresh, uh, mm-hmm. I believe it dropped today. Yeah, officially um, today. That's right. Check it out on Spotify, so check it deep. out on YouTube sure it's on itunes or apple music or whatever yeah we there. were listening to it on apple music on the drive over true say um you. A, a, can you just tell us a little bit about your involvement with that album yeah
5: with TJ? um well um slowly i've been a little more involved in um in maestro's projects as as i got to know him um this album i've I, i've you know it's been a lot of he's putting a lot of trust in me um You know, I started with I think it was orchestrated noise, the album three albums ago where I sort of he needed a couple things recorded and then it happened. And then, you know, then he liked the way it was recorded. The next album he came in, I think it was called Compositions Volume One. He ended up recording more stuff. And then I ended up getting a, you know, a, a couple of mixing gigs in that album. And then after that, this album here, he decided to just record the entire album here at my studio and uh he trusted me enough to to mix every song in the album so i yeah man it was a good it was a good gig so man everything just kind of flew here we we did it in like a month like i couldn't believe this album was done in like we just yeah it just came right out of us um it was a very organic uh, process and then i just i mixed everything um I even mastered it, but then, you know, um, I suggested that he get it mastered at another place just to get a second pair of ears. Sometimes I can. That's honest, right? Yeah, it's always good to have at least a couple of different people involved in the sonics of the album. But um, for the most part, yeah, I mixed every song, but then there's this gentleman named Phil Dimitro that did the uh, the mastering uh, of the album, each song, just the final touch ups, add his fairy dust to it. Um, he's the guy who did uh, Chaos and like Cartel and all the big names in Toronto and probably beyond Toronto. I'm sure this guy's a really good uh, engineer. Um, so that's that's so it's really me and him, and uh, not to mention that the producers of the al- the beats of the album that was Triple A. Uh, he's a young kid that uh, came from um, uh, I believe it was either Ukraine or Russia. I can't oh, he killed me for this, but I th- think it was uh, Ukraine. And uh, he just came here like he still has, has this thick accent and but he's like so I- in touch with with the Toronto hip hop scene, man. It's like he's been part of it since day one. He actually has uh, three songs. Uh, three of the beats were his and a gentleman named Tone Mason or actually I think it was the company name is Tone, man- Tone Mason. Marlin is one of the guys in the company that did. Th- I think it was three more beats and a gentleman named Lord Quest that did. I think it was three more beats. And then uh, Socrates did did the song that you mentioned yeah. to me, Josh. Uh, oh, it was called "The Distance." Um, that yeah, was
0: one of the most amazing piano portions or samples that, yeah, th- that was... I've ever heard.
5: Yeah, it was... and the levels were on point. TJ,
0: by the way, cool man. On Thanks, point.
5: brother. That was the first one I mixed. That's so I was mentioning to you. I was a little more insecure about that one because that was my older one, and um, when I wasn't as knowledgeable on. You know, I always learn every day, I'm always learning new gear and and what to use and why I, I shouldn't have been doing that or using this gear. But that song, The Distance, was actually mixed about a year ago. So okay. I kind of lied when I said it took about a month because that one was sort of a, uh, was the ugly duckling of the album. It was kind of already the oldest one done and then we decided to make it part of the new cool. one. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you did because it's
0: it's a fantastic track. Yeah, it was crazy. And the lyrics and the, the message and... Yeah, the the content of that song, to, to me, it resonated to the fact that yeah. are you willing to do what it takes? Yeah. Are you willing to go the distance, the distance. it takes oh, to, sure. to make something... Out of something,
5: yeah, and it's it's good to know that uh, Socrates is is still doing his thing. You know that Socrates just released his new album, I believe, today as well. Wow. It was either today or tomorrow. I, I, it's wow. it's How around the vicinity of what, the seventeenth. The,
0: there's got to be something in the air about this day because not only do you have yeah. Daniel and Attorney on stage in Ottawa, uh-huh. you've got well, <laughs> on tour for his uh, Dear Hip Hop Twenty Years Later yeah. album. Mm-hmm. You've got the uh, Maestro Fresh West album yeah. drop. Yeah. The Socrates album drop. Mm -hmm. And it's not
1: even Friday the 13th.
0: Right. It's a full moon or something. It's Friday
1: the 17th.
0: (laughs) I straight up like that number better than 13, anyways. So I'm going with 17. Seven's a good number, too.
1: Yeah, I remember when uh, everything used to come out on Tuesday and it was easy to know when records were coming out. Like it was always Tuesday. Was it? Yeah. And then, like, sometime over the last five years, it just became.
5: Whenever. I thought it was Friday, but no, I think you're right. Because, yeah, Friday is movies. Movies, when a movie comes out, it's a
1: Friday, right? Yeah, Now, now it seems to be Fridays for a lot of albums. But I remember, like, skipping school on Tuesdays to go down to Music World and buy mm-hmm. CDs, you know? Oh, man, I,
5: I miss going to, like, HMV and just just as much as I miss going to Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just vibing out at, at Blockbuster, smelling the popcorn, going in there, and, and just picking out your physical... CDs or movies or whatever it is. Now everything's digital. It's great and it's it's practical and everything, but it's not the sport. Something about the sport is lost, eh? Yes.
1: Yeah, I still uh I still go record digging. Yeah, well that's it. Um, I I take trips to Detroit just to go record shopping and right. visit my friend in Windsor, Ryan Mason. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Right on. And you're a DJ too, right?
0: Yes. So like you spin, you scratch, stuff like that? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to admit to anyone let stop it. No no no. 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 So I'm with the. Uh, he's he's really good. Like really good. Okay. All right. So uh,
5: <laughs> Jason's like, "Okay, before we break out the oil, well, let's <laughs> uh <laughs> No no.
0: He, he, he doesn't take it very well. I'm I'm not, I'm not kidding. He really doesn't I don't Pause. He doesn't he doesn't take it very well. The 8 he, inches? or Oh, okay, sorry. No, that's sorry. just my beard oh, hair. Oh, no, nice segue. He, he, really, he doesn't give himself <laughs> enough credit. For how he's long? modest he's, he's a been, modest dude. He's been working on his craft.
5: I haven't heard you, and I can tell that you're probably amazing at what you do. I, I can I can sense the modesty, and that's sometimes a sign of.
0: Let's let's use this as a segue. Stop right, it, Josh. No, no. Let's <laughs> use this as a segue. I, I want to just it's drop a uh, uh, an album right here. All right. And and it's gonna spawn a conversation between you two. Let's. Dilla Pickles. Oh. Okay. Dilla Pickles,
1: one oh my of God. my favorite projects.
5: Yeah, it was crazy, huh? It was a good album that was done here. Oh uh, yeah, it was at my studio, but it was at when I was living with in my mom's basement man Oh okay yeah dude so I was doing it there um, and uh that's when I you know I limited funds. Mm-hmm. And you know, but we had all the means. Really, we had everything we needed. We had the. I still use the same microphone. Um, and actually, if you can see that I'm pointing at my Universal Audio Solo 610 right there. Yeah. That's what I plugged him into. That exact one. That's a in Dilla Pickles. And I and I still can use it today. Yeah. It's a dirty uh, preamp. It has that real. It has a dirt to it. You yeah. know, it's it's really um, also very a uh, tubey and warm. And uh, so I, that's what I used. And you know, it, it was such a good good album it was it was an homage to uh, paying homage to uh dilla
1: yeah jay dilla god rest his soul uh one of the reasons i choose Detroit to dig okay there it is
5: man well he's he's the man he was the man yeah and uh you know illa J. yes part of daniel's new uh which is jay dilla's brother yeah doing uh did something with, with with daniel recently i didn't get a chance to meet him myself but i had the pleasure of mixing uh what he did but TJ Jay, on the Yancey Boys production. <laughs> well, that's it, man. Well, you know, so Dilla Pickles, you loved that album, huh? Oh, I loved it, yeah.
0: Shit, man. And, and I just, did you like how I segue like Jay, right from your amazing, scratching skills, right into your favorite album, who this guy happened to produce? Okay. And, help, and help mix and master. You know what I'm saying? I just took a picture of that piece of gear so that you can put it on your wall and have dirty thoughts about it. Probably. <laughs> what is it? Hey, <laughs> break, out
5: the, break out the hand cream. You, <laughs> so you know what? Okay. So how come? How come? Uh, the factory isn't your favorite song. Because, why isn't it? Yeah. Why isn't it? Because shit, man. I, I, I rapped on that song, man. Oh, it's my favorite now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boo. No, no, it's, um, that was a good time because actually that was the first time I got an opportunity to rap in, like, years. Man, I stopped rapping when I was, like, 16 or 17 years yeah. old. Mm. And then I just kind of went into this rock
2: uh, friggin' abyss. I have to jump in here for a second, and this is really important. What people don't understand is actually TJ was a huge catalyst in the starting of Monolith. Okay, And even though he stopped short, I I, I was there. I can verify this. What you don't understand is that if it wasn't for Daniel and TJ, Mm -hmm. Monolith wouldn't exist. That's right. Straight up. So that whole entire force, that, that power crew that came forth. And filled that gap in Canadian hip hop to allow people like Drake to exist. <laughs> that was monolith.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, man. Bow down in the presence of greatness. Josh is a new Dilla fan as well. I uh, I forced him to listen to Donuts when we were driving home from Peterborough last no three weeks ago maybe. Mm.
0: What, what did I say about that album, Jay? What did I say about that album? What was my initial reaction for? Being a hip hop for hip hop fan for five or six years, never even hearing of Jay Dilla, let alone this specific album that you obviously had so much to do with. It's,
5: you know, it was the the experience itself. Like I, I didn't know. I have to confess. Like I didn't know really um, what Jay Dilla was responsible for until Danny O. Um, uh, started to uh, talk about the project he wanted to do mm-hmm. to pay homage to the guy, and yeah. I was like, "Who's this? Who's Jay Dilla?" Then he started naming off Tribe Called Quest and like farside. all these Far Side, and like these guys are my heroes. Like, I shame on me for not knowing the people behind it. Um, at that point. That's when I started to really respect the people that were behind the curtains, like the Wizards of Oz kind of thing. The people mm-hmm. that actually didn't want to show their face necessarily, but were an integral part of, of, of these projects. And, you know, and I started to to pay attention to, like, end credits of movies and, like, who was the fucking key grip? Who was the guy yep. that, like, all these, like, who, that nobody would really give a shit about? Have you ever noticed
1: that everybody is cast by Sheila Jaff? No,
5: I did no, I didn't. I haven't gone there yet, but I do know that um, uh, Harvey Weinstein has been a, <laughs> a lot of the, the shit that's been uh, I've been loving. Uh, unfortunately,
0: solid. Yeah. Well, as far as my first impression of the album, first impression of Jay Dilla, that style of hip hop, any kind, anything to do with that album, yeah, I called it the Pink Floyd of hip hop because right. it was so psychedelic. E- eclectic. Okay. It was like it wasn't noise, uh-huh. and I'm not even gonna call it noise. It was very well produced. Mm. But it was so much there was so much going on. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. that if you weren't able to if your brain isn't able to process it, mm. it sounds like noise.
5: But sure, if you can sure.
0: see that beauty in that You have to find it. Oh my.
1: See so I always yeah, tell it's a, it's a grower. Like it's yeah. a lot of people have a tough time the first time through it. Yeah, Pause. <laughs> so, right? Pause. Uh, but I was telling Paul that uh, earlier that
5: um, you know the, uh, the the real when you when you don't like something at first, a song you're listening to at first, um, it just means you don't understand it. Um, well, not necessarily. If, if you if you continue to hate it, then it sucks probably to you. But mm-hmm. if, if the first three, four listens and you don't like it and you start to, it starts to grow on you, the songs start to you start to understand what they're saying and the lyrics and the message behind it. That is a sign of brilliance and that is a sign of genius because it's like uh, when you think of, okay Einstein first for one, like he, people thought he was nuts mm-hmm. when he started to say that time travel exists, right. But when you start to break it down and you dissect what he said, it's like, god damn, this guy's fucking real. Yeah. And it's like, that's the same thing. When you hear a song, you're not liking it at first, and you start to, you get it. It's like, oh, I've never heard this before. That's why I don't get it. And and the, and TJ, cra- the, crazi-
2: the craziest thing about-, about... Sorry, sorry, Ball.
0: No, sorry, no, it's okay.
2: What album, who, are were we talking about? We were talking about Grimace Love Strength album. Strength,
5: yes. And that's the one you didn't
0: get at
2: first. And, and and all of a sudden, you listen to it a whole bunch of times, and you're like, wow, yeah. this is deep. And it's coherent. It is, yeah. It's, it-
0: really, it's really crazy when... I've never had as a as a music fan in general, yeah. I've never had an album, a message, the content, the direction that the artist intended it to be click right, right away. Okay. Like like track one minute, you know, thirty five seconds uh-huh. in. I looked at Jay and I'm like, This is That's- the craziest, coolest shit I've ever heard.
5: That's what I'm talking about. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Cheers,
2: everybody. Cheers. We've got Cheers. a reason to grab beers.
5: Sapporo. Sponsored by Sapporo.
1: <laughs> Drink champs, we're coming after you. Hip-hop tic-tactics. hmm Now,
5: that's so cool that you, you were saying that you named that after uh, Maestro's Backbone Slide. Yes. The lyric, uh, call me a hip-hop tic-tactician.
1: Yes. So, uh, when I was uh, about seven years old, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Jason Stovall, mm. he... Uh, he got a tape from his cousin called Rap Tracks Three. Okay. And uh, Let Your Backbone Slide was the first song on that. And from like the very first, like this is a throw. I was right in. Yeah. Right in. And I was, what is this? Like I'd never heard anything that like it before. That shit grabs you by the balls. Like I, when I heard that
5: on uh, the first time, I mean I remember being a kid, um, in my mom's basement, and uh, like playing Tetris and shit. And I'd play that shit on repeat. That song mm. on repeat. And I was like, "Shit, I want to be like this guy. I want to be this fucking guy. It'll never, pr- it'll never happen. But I would love to be this guy. Who would have fucking known that I'm this guy's in my house recording an album with me? And It's like I'm still trying to pinch myself, like trying to. Like, oh, it's incredible. This is like this is, is this a fucking dream? Like it's crazy. It really, it's insane. And you know, and I'm still like I still can't talk to him without stuttering and like." You know, and I even tell him that, and he's just like, "Oh man, come on, shake it off, man!" And it's like, "No, no, well,
0: I can't." And, and it might show uh, just a bit of a shred of how much respect and/or love, positive vibe, Maestro does have for you, because I just happen to notice that there's a copy of the brand new album sitting sitting right behind his keyboard. <laughs> Hopefully not looking like a coaster. There no, go. not a coaster at all. It's it's it stood out obviously. I noticed it. Um, I was gonna take a picture of it, Advanced but I wanted to make coffee, sure. baby. I wanted to make sure that it was cool that I. Uh, maybe snap a picture and show some love for Absolutely. obviously the, the, the amount of respect he has for what you do for him as well, right? Oh man, yeah, he's
5: um, he showed me a lot of love and um, he's been very grateful and and yeah, I... He's all about those positive vibes. He is, man. you're Sprint you know? love like violence. Yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. You really know he's from your hometown. And to your left, at, what is it, 9 o'clock, you see the poster he gave me. I'm actually going to encase that in a, some sort of a glass thing and he gave that to me yes. to put on the wall. So yeah, I gotta get his... Get his autograph on that. Coach. You know, um, sure, I'm going to be moving to, to California, but uh, it's only to sort of ex- explore different things, and I-, I will miss it being here all the time.
0: Are you going to miss the snow? Are you going to uh, miss you the know snow, DJ?
5: I- I- I'm saying no, I'm not, but I- when I'm there, I'm going to miss fucking tobogganing, snowboarding. What you about know? the cold then? Let's just snow. Okay, fuck. snow. I'll tell you, like, I'll never change my mind. I will always miss, I will never miss the snow, or the cold rather. The cold, yep. So, but, you know, that's the thing. It it's just gets, Canada and maple syrup. It gets too crazy here. But you know what? Um, you go to somewhere like in the States, like in Minnesota, and that is even colder than Canada. And you know what? They're more north of us. And I just discovered this. I suck at geography. But I just found out that <laughs> Minnesota is north of Toronto. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I have a friend that's that that's it's, in line uh, with like in, Thunder
1: Bay, I think.
0: I have a friend that lives in Minnesota. Gosh, that's crazy north. Like, yeah, and, I, uh, I haven't even been that far north.
5: A friend of mine has a dog that pisses. I have unfortunately in, 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 the, in the extreme in the extreme cold in Minnesota, and literally his piss turns to an icicle like a rainbow. A a pissicle. yeah. It totally does. I I can't picture how that would look, but you can imagine how cold it can get over there. Oh, yeah. We have it pretty easy, I guess, but it doesn't mean that I I don't want to get the fuck out of here in some ways. I'd love to be here in the summer, and Mm -hmm. that's ideally what I want to do. Leave in the winter, come here in the summer. Still work. I'll be a snowbird. Snowbird. That's exactly what it is. So visa or no visa, um, I'll still be doing all that shit, this back and forth. Still be able to work with the people I, I grew up with, the family that I know, and... And then still kind of explore other realms while I'm there, you know. And I, I've always said in Canada, people tend to hit a ceiling at a certain point, and they don't really. Uh, they, they, it's just hard to get to a certain status. Um, but when you when you sort of go to the states, the sky is kind of the limit, isn't it? Like you don't Which know. You the can land be, um, of opportunity. It right? is the land of opportunity.
2: Absolutely. Do you feel that that's changed in any way in the last decade? Because I mean, if you look at Canada right now, we're actually up. But well, we're not when it comes to the technology and the power and the money. But the, the, where a lot of the talent's coming from right now, we have people moving from Liverpool yeah. to Toronto to get into the music scene. Does that change your opinion? Michael? Well, yes and no.
5: Yeah, a lot of the people come from Toronto. A lot of people come from Scarborough and you know, around the block. But they don't break here. They yeah, just. They it's the like saying. It's like saying my favorite microphone is made in China, but it's still here. You know, like people come from here, but then they get, they get like. They get uh, packaged and brought over to the States, whether it's California or New York or, you know, like Justin Bieber, for for example, He, he was discovered on YouTube in his Toronto home or whatever it was, but then he was brought to the States where he broke. Right, you know, like Weekend, he was brought to the states. Drake was brought to the states. These yeah. people, they didn't really break here. If you really want to look at it that way, um, you know, I'm sure there's an exception to every rule, and I might be wrong with one of those guys, but it's yeah, yes, Paul, it, it's true, man, and think a lot of a lot of the the gold is here. A lot of the diamonds in the rough are here, but um, they still just. They need to be there to, to break. Um, all I know is I I am grateful for SoCan because they they they're the ones that pay me royalties for any of my songs or music that have that have been on TV or radio
1: or shout or, out to everybody at SoCan. Yep,
5: yeah, yeah, SoCan's SoCan's they're they're great. Um, they they're an organized company. They've they've been there since day one and they they've paid a lot of my bills. So um, I, I I don't know what if they've done like I don't know what they do behind the scenes. At the end of the day, to me, it adds up. And I'm I'm grateful for that. So,
0: I just want to take the opportunity to point out too that maybe the uh, the difference between breaking here in Canada versus breaking in the states, yeah, um, might have something to do with the fact that the way that Canadian musicians are, not not sorry, not just musicians, but people within the industry, the way that Canadian people interact with each other, mm. it's much more of a family vibe. It's yeah. not so business. And what happens when you have that dynamic is that you you allow for things that probably shouldn't be allowed as that's, far as things that would stop you from breaking that
5: is interesting that's yeah. an interesting point of view um and i and i think that you're onto something and you know what
0: else you chirp your brother but you won't chirp your coworker necessarily or yeah. vice versa you might not chirp your brother but you would chirp a coworker.
5: you know what i had to think of? you're right and I, I, a lot of it has to do with also um People that actually do break that are, you know, originally from Toronto or Canada for that matter, they, um, I think it's because a lot of Canadians feel that they have nothing to lose. It's almost like a first album of of a superstar, they tend to be the best ones. Right? Because they got nothing to lose. They got no deadlines. They got nobody looking over their shoulder. They have nobody staring at them. Yeah. Saying, you better fucking not fuck up or we're going to be, like, judging you. Um, For me, I, I write a lot of my shit in, in private. And I don't like to be judged. And, I, and I'm very sensitive. It's almost like I'm, you know, like me writing a song from scratch in front of somebody is, like, Literally, like, opening my soul and just showing it to it's, them. Yeah. It's like, I might as well just, you know, open my asshole and put it right in
0: your face.
1: Hmm. And on that note.
0: <laughs> the brown note.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have for part one of our interview with TJ Habibi.
0: Make sure you check back the next uh, week, maybe even possibly the next two to hear the rest of that interview.
1: Yeah, we've got an hour and one minute left of uh, of interview here. so Of pure hip-hop knowledge. Uh, make sure you check out Gravity Lounge on Saturday in Oshawa if you're not doing anything. Tic-tactic on the ones and twos all night. DJing for Phoenix, Casey Gilligan, Zick, King Q, Soph.
0: Bergs will be there.
1: Bergs in the house. Hala hala.
0: That's gonna be a good time. Make sure you, uh, if you're in the Oshawa area on Saturday night and you're looking for a cheap fun night, come check us out.
1: Yes. Uh, follow me on all forms of social media at Doing the Music.
0: And you can catch me on Instagram at at underscore Berg's underscore.
1: Yeah. Give me a follow. Uh, stick around. Alex is up next. Also, uh, we're going to be on Urban Hype Radio Friday at 9
0: p.m. So That's if you, uh, urbanhyperadio.com. If you missed uh, the live stream of this show tonight, you don't want to get it on the Trent Logger, you can check us out at uh, Urban Hype tomorrow night.
1: Check out uh, Move of Sounds on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday evenings at 10 p.m on UrbanHypeRadio.com. Wednesday nights, check out The Antidote and Slick Nick and Archie's Picks here on Trend Radio. Sweet deal. That's it for us. We'll be back next
0: Thursday at 10. Everybody have a good week.